are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, and thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every single day. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Lainey McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. I don't know how you did it, Landon, but you made me sick all the way on the other side of the, the East Coast. How, how did you do this? <laughs> uh, you know, it's my my sickness is so contagious, it, it made it through the microphone, uh, through the interwebs and all the way to, to you. I, I got to point out because, like, look, we just got on here. I'm already being called out by the locked on uh, now uh, Twitter account for uh, not making it here on time. Mm. I, I would just like to apologize to all of Cowboys Faithful uh, for uh, being five minutes late. Yeah, I, I saw a couple of people wanted to see me do like the parent trap kind of thing where I'm playing both parts. That would have been a lot of fun. Uh, you're maybe- no, you're no Haley Mills, okay? You're, 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 you're probably closer to uh, what's her name? I can't even remember the last person who played that. But if they're going to do the remake, you're the guy. It's Lindsay Lohan, sure. right? Lindsay Lohan, of course. Yeah. Yes. It's a better version. Uh, all right, Landon. So we've got a busy, busy show for you guys today. Uh, we're going to do some trade talk. We're going to talk about some guys that the Cowboys might be able to acquire. Maybe some guys they could trade away. But before we do that, we got some news yeah. from Mike McCarthy on Wednesday. Uh, and this always happens. I just want to tell you guys. Uh, Landon and I kind of prep our shows throughout the week, and we try to figure out what we're going to talk about. And I think it was two days ago you said, oh, it's the Cowboys. We'll have news on Wednesday, right? And we're like, eh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I think we it was yesterday. News. Yeah, yesterday. it was, and, and, and it was like, yeah, as soon I was like, we're not sure what we're going to do Wednesday. We could do it. We, we, we had planned a trade show anyways. And yeah, uh, then I was just like, yeah, there's going to be something that pops up. And sure enough, this morning, the Cowboys always deliver. Oh, they do. Uh, all right. So Mike McCarthy said, on uh, Wednesday, that Terrence Steele will continue to start at right tackle during the practices this week. Lyle Collins is going to be worked in at right tackle and left guard. And Cowboys Nation is losing their mind. Not at <laughs> Cowboys Nation. I'm saying the entire Cowboys yeah. Nation is losing their mind right now. Yeah. I have thoughts, but I want to hear yours. Well, I, I again, the first thing I tweeted about this this morning is honestly the first thing that comes to mind is did you see that Connor Williams is trending? Is he really? <laughs> and it's like so disappointing, man. It's so disappointing. Like the slander that you know the the Cowboys. Look, my first take here is the same take we had before is that I think you know the Cowboys are going to make Lael sweat. Mm-hmm. You know that like they there's been a streak of problems where. It's about personal responsibility, um, and and I think they're you know they're not done with them by any stretch of the imagination. But I think that no. they are at the point where they are you know trying to send a message that hey like we need somebody we can rely on. And here's the other part of it that makes it difficult, especially when you're a, a head coach. Terrence Steele is like model citizen dude. That's right? what makes like, this so interesting, right? Yeah, is that he's the he won the offseason award. He's a favorite of the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're not going to just – and I think it would be a bad message to just hand back Lael Collins' starting job after so, how Terrence has performed. 
All right, so there are a couple of different things. I, I know our guy John Oning is upset because he feels like you're purposely making your team worse by not starting Lyle Collins at right tackle. And my response is, I think you're right. Like if, I agree. I don't think either of us disagree. Lyle Collins is twice the player that Terrence Steele is. If you want the best player on Sunday to be out there, it's Lyle Collins. It, it just is. But the Cowboys aren't just thinking about a one-game thing here. I think Mike McCarthy is really trying to build a culture of guys that work hard and you know they don't just get their jobs back because you're you know not responsible for taking care of your business, right? Lyle Collins, it wasn't like he missed time with an injury that he couldn't avoid this year. He missed five games because of his own actions, right? Why should we immediately give him his job back when we don't trust him at all right now? It's pretty clear the Cowboys uh, coaching staff or front office is upset with Lyle. And I think this is a good way to say, hey, you're going to earn your job back in time, but it's just not going to be right now. I mean, look, it's the bottom line is that he made – a series of three pretty serious bad personal decisions. If we're mm -hmm. to be, if we're to believe what's out there, right. It, yeah. it was obviously everything that happened last year, not getting the surgery, not showing up in shape, not getting worked out. Look, there's a COVID situation that could have complicated things we're, we could, we could look past that. Yeah. But we then, could look past that. It's this one. That's the more concerning one, right? But then you, you go in, you, whatever happened with your failed test, whether you've, failed the test or just didn't show up to the test. It doesn't really matter. Ultimately, if we're talking about responsibility, that is step two. That is terrible enough. But then to, you know, exacerbate that even further by potentially trying to bribe the, the, uh, the testing guy is, I mean, again, it just shows a, a continued pattern of, of uh, a lack of responsibility and, and kind of just a, an unawareness that you need to like, take care of business in order to make it on the field. Yes. And, and, yes. and, and, and ultimately I think, you know, they want Lael Collins to come back and be the star. Of course. I mean, I think, I think what John says is absolutely correct. And, and, and people need to stop ignoring that, right. That Lael Collins is clearly the better player. Yes. And, yes. and, and I don't think even in the, in the, uh, in the realm of trying to send a message to the team that they necessarily are going to go out and start Terrence Steele, you know, to, in order to do that, I think it's no, more I don't think they're doing it to send a message. No, no, right? I, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think it's like that. I think it's it's just really we want you to earn our trust back. I, I really think yeah. that's what it is, right? So, I, I, I guess at this point, you know, let's see who starts on Sunday because you know, that's well, the other that's thing is, man, this isn't a season long thing. It's not like Mark yeah. Mike McCarthy came out and said, Hey, we're rolling with Terrence Steele the rest of the season, he didn't say no. that. He said we're starting practice with Terrence Steele at right tackle, which makes this seem like it's a very fluid thing. Uh, we're going to have to move on in a second, but I, I wanted just to point back to a couple different decisions the Cowboys have made over the last basically year under Mike McCarthy. So Blake Jarwin got paid after what going into the 2019 or 2020 season, right? And he is a part-time player to Dalton Schultz right now, who is on the last year of his contract. Donovan Wilson played great last year. But it sounds like he didn't do everything this offseason to, to kind of get himself back in shape and be ready to go. And when he's healthy, even last week, he didn't get his job immediately back. Now, he might eventually get it back, but they played J. Ron Curse over him. Uh, Jalen Smith, they paid him a bunch of money. They gave him four games, and they cut him outright, right? Leighton Van Resch, um, first-round pick. He's kind of been demoted to like the third or fourth linebacker in terms of snaps on the team. 
it just feels like McCarthy and the rest of the team in the front office wants to build a reputation where, hey, if you do your job, you know, in practice, in the offseason, and you get yourself ready to go, we're going to play the best guys or we're going to play the guys that we feel like are the most ready and dependable. Uh, and that's what they've done so far. It's all, it seems seemingly all business with him. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that you see that in, in the press conferences too. Like he's short, he's prickly. He doesn't want to give away information. And I think that, you know, that's confrontational and it's, it's awkward, especially compared to, well, not honestly compared to that much to Jason Garrett, but even further than where, where Jason Garrett would go. Uh, well, whereas he's just not interested in re- revealing that stuff. It's it's he's about football. And I think that this kind of plays into that. Like, Hey, none of that outside stuff matters to me. What matters to me is who's playing the best football. Who's well, going to help my football team. How many times did we see in the Jason Garrett era where a guy would be suspended yeah. you know, mostly on defense and they'd come back the following week and instantly get the same amount of snaps that they had before. Right. No. Like there was no penalty at all for not taking care of your business off the field. Right. I just think McCarthy wants players to earn their spot, their spot and their snaps. I, I, I think that's important to him. I, I think another aspect that we need to give that another element here that needs to be pointed out is the fact that this team has the depth to support that kind of yes. decision. Yes. You know, I think if Terrence Steele was twenty twenty Terrence Steele, you know, maybe this lesson is uh, not maybe, maybe not as, though, but maybe, maybe not. not. We don't know, but I do think that 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 does provide for the opportunity a lot better than if we didn't have any kind of backup tackle situation. All right, let's uh, let's get to some trade talk, Landon. But before do we do that, I want to tell you guys about Get Upside. Our listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every single time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That is promo code TOUCHDOWN. All right, so the NFL trade deadline is a week away. I've got a list, and what I mean list, a huge list of names that we're going to go through. Uh, let's first start with the guys that the Cowboys could potentially trade away. Uh, you tell me, is it worth it? What you could possibly get and all that. Uh, we'll start with the guy that we were just talking about, Lyle Collins. Uh, no guaranteed money left on his contract after the voided deal. Any chance they move him? I, I mean, I think that there's a chance. I mean, depending on what the offer is. Uh, I, you know, look, I mean, what's clear is that they have, you know, some trust issues with Lyle Collins. What's not clear is how serious it is. So I don't know if we're quite to the point where we're trading him away. I mean, again, I don't, I don't, and I don't know how much this plays into it, but I'm pretty sure that Lale is Dak's best friend on the team. He is. So I think that may play in here as well. I don't anticipate Lale getting traded. He's too good a player. Uh, And for the, you know, he, despite this recent stuff, you know, I don't think, you don't trade away good tackles. Just, yeah, and I don't think he's a bad person. Like, I don't no. think he's like uh, – I, I think he's just – he's bad about this kind of stuff. He has some personal responsibility issues that he needs to work out, yeah. uh, which I think can get worked out with maturity. So hopefully he stays in the team. Terrence Steele. That's – you know, I, I can't imagine it, honestly. No, I can't. I, 
I, I think Texas a kid. Yeah. He plays hard. It seems like he he likes to be there. The coaching staff trade. loves him. I yeah, mean, and clearly. he's a cheap swing tackle. You don't you don't really trade away those guys unless you're getting, I don't know, a top you know a day two pick. I don't see it right because there's absolutely no value in trading away somebody like that for a fifth round pick. You know. Because, yeah, because the other thing, too, is that, I mean, I think you feel good about Ty and Secchi after what you've seen in limited play, uh, that he could go in and be, you know, limited good. But I don't know you know if that's, you know, a long-term solution if someone gets hurt for a long time. And you haven't seen Josh Ball at all. I was going like, to say, the, be- only re- the only way you do this is if you really like Josh Ball. Exactly. We've not seen Josh Ball, though, yet. Yeah, so so that's the thing, is that we need to see uh, uh, that sort of, uh, uh, you know, kind of depth in order to facilitate a trade like this. Cause you don't just get depth and then trade it away right away. Um, Blake Jarwin. Jarwin is a, is a, a legitimate possibility in my opinion, because the, the contract isn't, uh, so debilitating. No. Right. And you, you look at, while you're pulling that up, you know, you look at the rest of the room. They really like Sean McEwen. They saw a lot of good stuff from him during uh, training camp and previously mm-hmm. last year. Uh, and I think Pinkston has come in and, and been uh, a, a solid uh, rotational tight end. I, I think if, if McEwen comes in and kind of shows out the way he has, I would imagine that McEwen and Pinkston would kind of rotate sprinkle, that tight end. Sprinkle. sprinkle. I always say Jeremy Pinkston. Sprinkle. Uh, sorry. Uh, would, would kind of rotate that, that tight end two role. Uh, until until I would assume eventually McEwen would probably take it over if that were the case. I don't know what the Cowboys could get for Jarwin, um, but I think they're probably looking teams- at conditional six or seventh round pick. It's more that you could potentially move off some money. It would save you about almost eleven million. Uh, his cap numbers over the next two years uh, for the team that would acquire him would be four point two million and six point two million. Yeah, and for a guy that you know is probably a borderline starter, especially uh, if he would, would consistently be able to get some snaps at the spot. I think that that's, that's tradable money. Uh, and for the Cowboys, it gives them a little bit more room to sign guys like uh, like Schultz or, or, right. or Gregory. Yeah, I, I could see that not because you're going to get a, a big pick back, but more just because you can move off the money now. It opens up some more snaps for Sean McEwen. It opens up a roster spot. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it's it could happen. Uh, next one, Leighton Van Resch. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that for me, that's one of those guys that it's like, it's just on the border of w- why. Like, let's just let him leave and then get a, a comp pick. Or, you know what I'm saying? He hasn't been <clears> – <throat> you're not getting your money's worth uh, out of usefulness out of him right now. But you also – would probably need to find a way to replace him if you got rid of him, I think. Because I, I yeah. think you like the linebackers you have on your roster for sure, but he plays a very specific role uh, as a you know kind of a middle linebacker thumper type that you, you kind of don't have outside of, of him on the roster. And you need that if you're going to stop the run, especially late in the season. I don't, don't, don't see there being a big market for him at all, yeah, considering I mean, he's a free agent, considering his health you know, in the past – I just don't see it. The next one I do see, uh, Jordan Lewis. Uh, I think we, you and I were both a little shocked when the Cowboys brought Jordan Lewis back this year. Uh, he's been really the third cornerback for this team, uh, playing in the slot. But now uh, Calvin Joseph is coming back. Uh, Deshaun Wright is there. His cap numbers over the next two years for teams that would acquire him, like $2.3 million, $5 million. We know the cornerback situation across the NFL 
is just awful. Could you get a fifth round pick for Jordan Lewis? Would it be worth trading him? You might. Uh, and, and, you know, you could save a little bit of money there. I, I mean, I guess my question then becomes like, do you want to trade away that depth? You know, I mean, I, I know that Jordan Lewis hasn't been, you know, set the world on fire, but I mean, it would be not the worst thing to have him as your fourth or fifth corner, you know, going in late in the season. I think, you know, if the Cowboys get into a situation where they're trying to find money for these guys like, you know, Schultz or Gregory, this is this is one of those guys that you could trade away and then maybe roll his cap number into next year in order to sign somebody. I believe if they traded him, they'd save about seven million on the cap. It's not insignificant. That's not insignificant, you know, especially when when every cent counts with some of these guys. Um, Because that might be enough. That might be enough to help you get to keeping Dalton Schultz. Yeah. And, and I think if, if, uh, if the trades there, then I, you know, you, you need to feel confident about Joseph because suddenly Joseph is actually playing a lot uh, yeah. or right. Or you got, you got to feel really good about where you See, are in the development of that third corner. I would have felt better about this trade if they didn't just put Maurice Kennedy on the injured reserve list. Right. Yeah. Cause I think then you can do it because now listen if the, if the rookie struggle, you can put the veteran in there, but um that one's interesting. Last one. Cedric Wilson. He is going to be a free agent after this year anyways. Michael Gallup is coming back. Do you move on from him now to make sure that you pick up a comp pick? You know, maybe it's a fifth round pick or do you just say, hey, he's a really good wide receiver for let's hold on. to him. I think you just hold on. You know, yeah. you've got you've got an offense that's cooking. You, you, you are getting Gallup back, but you don't know. I mean, you've already got another uh, wide receiver who's beat up. Uh, and has been, you know, struggling. I think to kind of keep on the field while waiting for Gallup to get back. So you love your fourth receiver. He's a stud. He can do a little bit of everything for you. Uh, and again, <clears throat> really close with the, the quarterback as well. So I think all those are the uh, reasons why, you know, the trade may make slight financial sense, but in the grand scheme of things, it's probably not no. worth pulling the trigger. I agree. All right, let's take one more quick break so we can talk to you guys about Bet Online. We are back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. My voice just cracked because of you, Landon. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. We also want to tell you guys about Built Bar. You know Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar out there. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors and just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next box at BuiltBar.com. All right, Landon, I've got like 15 names here. So we're going to go really quickly. You just tell me yes, no, and what you'd be willing to give up. Are you ready? It's going to be a little bit of a rapid fire. Some of these guys we've talked about before. Uh, Let's start with some of the more unrealistic names. Uh, Quinn and Williams. I just don't think it – I mean, it's just just too much. It's it's a draft pick. It's a re-signing. I understand he's young, 
but he's he's very good, not great to me. And, yep. and he has been very good, not great. And I don't think you make that deal for a very good, not great player. Okay. Next one. Cleland Farrell, a defensive end for the Raiders, who was drafted at number four in 2019. He's pretty cheap. He played 17 snaps last week for the Raiders in a part-time role. Is that one interesting to you at all? No. Not really. Okay. Uh, all right, next one. Vaughn Miller. Yeah, this is this one's interesting. I mean, what's the cost? You know, what's what and, and this is this is a conversation that you and you and me and a couple other people have had offline. It you know, it's I think the the problem with this is and you you need might need to give us the contract numbers, but the I got it right problem, here. The base salary in 20 uh, actually, this is the last year. He's a free agent after this year. I'm sorry. So this is the last year. I don't believe I don't believe it'd be very much. I think it'd be like a couple million dollars for the rest of the season. Okay. The question is, what's the plan after this year? You know, are you, is this a rental? Is this trade that you're taking on his salary, whatever the money is, whatever the number is that you're taking on, could that prevent, could that be eating into money that you have earmarked to roll over? Now, remember money that doesn't get used in a cap during the season gets rolled over into the next season. And the Cowboys use that a lot for the county purposes of trying to resign some of these guys. So, are the Cowboys kind of earmarking money to roll over into next year that they plan on re- using to re-sign Randy Gregory or Dalton Schultz? I, I think that's – if it's going to eat into that money, I don't want to lose Randy Gregory, Dalton Schultz to kind of rent Von Miller. So uh, I'm I'm for it in general. I Von Miller is a Dallas guy. He loves the Cowboys. Uh, he – uh, he obviously would be incredible for this year to have that guy kind of caliber talent on your team. Uh, but I don't want to lose Randy for the long term to get Vaughn for the short term. Yeah, I think I don't know the money exactly, but it would be probably seven or eight million dollars, I think, to have him for the rest of the season. And that's a lot. Um, and for a one year rental, I don't know. It's very intriguing. Like, if you want to go all in this year and you think adding somebody like Vaughn Miller, would help you, you know, become the best team in the NFC. It's intriguing, but I don't know. Uh, I think a better option, if you want to do that, is Melvin Ingram, uh, producing at a very similar level. We talked about him yesterday. Probably cheaper in terms of price, but I think that one's just more palatable for Dallas. Correct? I agree. Yeah, yeah. it's just the money is the difference, really. All right, next one. How about an old friend of ours uh, that's actually playing really well this season? Uh, that is under contract for the next couple of years. How about Robert Quinn? He has no guaranteed money uh, left on the last three years of his deal. Uh, his his base salary is like $12, $13 million for the next three years. Is that one interesting to you? No. I, I think it's moving backwards. He's he struggled to stay on the field at times, and he's been kind of inconsistent at times with Chicago. So okay. uh, I do like Robert yeah, Quinn. He's having a really good year, I, but – I, I like him, and I like the way he plays. I, I just don't know if that's worth yeah. squeezing the Cowboys. Uh, next one, Marcus May, a safety for the Jets. Really a free safety. Um, he's in the final year of his contract. I believe the Jets franchise tagged him. And he's basically said he's not signing a long-term deal there. Do you do kind of what Baltimore did last year with Yannick Ngakwe and just trade away a third or fourth-round pick, hoping you pick up a comp pick here next year, get him for the last 10 games of the season? Let's in, let's inject a little bit of realism here, okay? Uh, the Jets aren't going to trade Marcus May to the Cowboys, not not after the whole Jamal, Jamal Adams, Adams fiasco. Yeah. They're they're pissed at us still, so sure. I don't think that's happening. 
Uh, all right, I got one that's really interesting. This is a, a guy that's played really well this year, and he's on a one and six team, and he's still on a rookie contract. What about Christian Wilkins, the defensive tackle for the Dolphins? Uh, is having the best season of his career. He's like 315, 320 pounds, can kind of play multiple spots. Uh, you could kind of rent him for the next year and a half and probably wouldn't cost a lot. Is that interesting to you? You know, I mean, not to make this a, an NFL overall conversation, but it's like, what are the Dolphins doing? You know, because know. that's that's my question is I'm, I'm interested in to some degree, but what I'm I, I just have no feel for is, are, do the Dolphins still consider themselves to be contenders this year, or what? Are, what is their plan? And and, and if know. if their plan is to hold on and be better, you know, to continue to get better, I don't know that they're going to want to trade Christian Wilkins. This one's interesting know. to me though, because like if I'm Dallas, I think I would give up like a third round pick for Christian Wilkins, and maybe even a little bit more because you get him for the rest of this season. Next year, his cap number is four point nine million. And then you have the fifth-year option. So it's very similar to the Amari trade. And listen, it's pretty clear. Defensive tackle is going to be a spot the Cowboys have to upgrade next year as well. So why not just bring in a guy right now that can help you this year and gives you some, some long-term help? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't hate the idea at all. I, yeah. I like the idea of the trade and getting the player on the team, and I think that the contract and all that matches up. My question is, you know, is Miami willing to – do a trade like this? If so, then yeah, I'd be interested. The reason it might make some sense for Miami in, oh man, is because I think they're going to try to get some draft assets to go trade for Deshaun Watson. But why are, why are you doing that Miami? But it's clear they want to trade for Watson and they don't have their own first round pick next year. So trying to, you know, stockpile some more day two picks wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. What, what do they think we're going to do? Trade them a lawyer? Like, I don't, I, I don't, <laughs> the best defense against Deshaun Watson is, you know, a, a, a legal defense. I, I would assume like, I, I just, yeah, I, I don't, we don't need to get into Deshaun Watson, but I don't understand at all. Anybody trading assets for that situation right now. All right. I got one more for you. This is a really off the wall one. Let's say that Deshaun Watson is traded to the dolphins. Are you interested in Tua as a reclamation project at all? I think the problem is with that, I'm not as interested in Tua as a reclamation project backup as some other teams are going to be interested in Tua as a reclamation project starter. So I, I think ultimately, I, I yeah, but I don't think not at the price that it's going to cost to get him. I, I would imagine. Well, let me let me rephrase that. What do you think the cost is to get him? Well, I would imagine that Miami's going to want at least a second round pick, right? That's like, kind of my thing. Is it probably a second or third round pick, right? If it's a third I, round pick, that's almost like, uh, but still, I, even then, like, I do think there's other teams that should kind of keep an eye on this situation, right? Teams yes. that maybe have a starter that's going to retire or move on after the year Dallas, because they're so locked into deck for the next forever. Um, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. But I, I, I'm not completely giving up on Tua is what I'm saying. I Listen, I I think there's a decent chance, at least some chance, that we'll play Tua twice this year. <laughs> you know, that, that, that a certain team that we uh, have on our schedule twice may end up with him in that kind of dominoes fall sort of situation if Watson ends up in Miami and Tua's got someplace else to go. You have to think that Washington's going to be on the phone talking to, talking about Tua. 
I think Philadelphia should also be on the phone as well. Like, remember, Tua replaced Jalen Hurts in at Alabama because he wasn't a good enough passer. Why not go get the guy that was better than Hurts? I don't know. It's a long story. Uh, yeah. All right, that is it for today's show. Uh, we got to what? That was a, a bunch of names that we uh, we managed to cover. So that's good. Uh, knowing that the way that the trade deadline usually works out for the Cowboys, they're going to do absolutely nothing. So Probably this not. is the fun little hypothetical show. Uh, we want to thank you guys for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every single day. And be sure to check out Luke Pond on Locked On Vikings as he prepares uh, the Cowboy Viking matchup on Sunday Night Football. I'll actually be talking to Luke a little later today. We do the crossover show, which will be a lot of fun. So make sure you guys oh, check boy. that out. Uh, you can follow the show on YouTube. You can download us wherever you get your podcast. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow later and at McCoolBCB, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. And we'll see you next time.